0: Thank you for tuning in to SNC Adventures Talk It Out. My name is Paige, and today I'm here with Two. Hi, Paige. Hi, how's it going? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. So, Two, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you end up at St. Norbert?
1: Well, I don't remember how many times I have asked, like, I've been asked mm. the same questions. Uh-huh. Because people... I think a lot of people were wondering, like, why did you choose St. Norbert mm-hmm. or deep here, Because it's not a like, very well-known area yeah. or like, popular destination that usually international students would come. Mm-hmm. The reason why I chose St. Norbert is because I have an older brother, and mm-hmm. he actually graduated from St. Norbert okay. um, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So right after he graduated, it was the time that I came and studied here. Um, My brother really loved St. Norbert Mm -hmm. and uh, every time I had a chance to talk with him, he told me a lot about his experiences here at St. Norbert and um, just how wonderful it is and um, the most important thing that the people are very friendly and nice here. Mm and i think that's that's something that a lot of international students are looking for because mm-hmm. they are moving away from home and come to a completely different place where probably they don't know anyone yet mm-hmm. so the hospitality and the welcome like the warm welcoming from the people are very important mm-hmm. and i i after hearing hearing everything about san robert from my older brother they like, say this is probably a place that i can i think i can fit in you know mm-hmm. i mean i i like cities because it's kind of give me the energy and mm-hmm. stuff but um at the same time I think in a suburban area is more it's give you time to focus on the studying more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the reason why I came here. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it and never regret.
0: That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and is your brother
1: still in the area? Yes actually. No. So um, he went to St. Albert for Computer science. Okay. And he had an internship at the local um, company, uh, the Georgia Pacific. Okay. The um, mm-hmm. the one in Green Bay. Mhm. And um, so he, I I guess he must be a really good intern
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because right after he graduated, he actually applied for a full time job position there, mm. and he got accepted. And That's awesome. He has been working for that company since then. And um. He got a sponsored from the company mm-hmm. to have him stay to work oh. for them for a longer time because you know for international students mm-hmm. you need a different kind of visas mm-hmm. to stay here. Like, when yeah. you're a student, you need a stu- student visa. Mm-hmm. But, with the sponsorship from his company, he was able to stay uh, a longer time. Mm-hmm. And actually, now, he's like, a permanent resident here already. Oh, very so, cool. A long journey for him. Yeah. And, and I guess, for any international student. But mm-hmm. he made it. So yeah. really awesome. proud of my brother. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, He's like a person that I'm looking up to mm-hmm. and like a role model. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think I'm really lucky to mm-hmm. have um, the role model in my life. So, mm-hmm. someone that I can ask for advice mm-hmm. every like all and like anytime I needed to. So, so is it nice to have him here while you were studying? Yeah, here? of course. I think my. And again, I think I'm really lucky compared to other international students because for me even though I have to go away from home in Vietnam and like leave my parents but I come here and I still have my brother here like a family like Mm -hmm. part of my family here so I would say I have a a easier transitions Mm -hmm. um, to the United States because my brother knows everything literally (laughs) (laughs) me a lot and he showed me um, what should I do, what I shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. So for me it's very, um, it's not it's not very easy but it's easier. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier compared to other international students who came Mm -hmm. here and not knowing anyone Mm -hmm. at first.
0: What was the hardest part about the transition from Vietnam to the U.S.?
1: For me personally, maybe, well, of course, the language, mm-hmm. I think. It was very hard, mm-hmm. even though I think I kind of have the um, the base the mm-hmm. knowledge of the knowledge about the language already, because I have been studying English for like, I think I started studying English when I was in middle school or something, okay. so my English wasn't bad, but I wouldn't say it was good neither when mm-hmm. i first got to america i don't think i i'm, I'm i don't think i get shy easy so mm-hmm. even though i knew that my english wasn't good mhm but i just i just said it anyway mm-hmm. like i talked to people and then if i i got w- i got it wrong mm-hmm. people f- actually fixed me mm-hmm. all my friends or teachers mhm and that, i think that's helped a lot mm-hmm. because i would never n- know how to change my pronunciation yeah. or the way I say something if n- no one told me that I was wrong and yeah. no one told me how to fix it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was glad that I would have the bravery mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: to yeah. just, just do it. <laughs> and so then you also had the opportunity to study Abroad, outside of Saint yeah. Norbert as well. While you're here,
1: yeah, that's a that's an unusual uh, decision, <laughs> yeah. I guess, because a lot of people, um, international students, once they get to the United States or other country, because they already international student, they already study abroad right, that a moment, mm-hmm. um, I think a, not, uh, not a lot of them actually think about, okay, how about study abroad once more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, uh, when I'm studying abroad here, mm-hmm. I love learning about new things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every day, like, I was on social media or something, and I see something beautiful from another country. Mm-hmm. I just wish that I could could go there one day mm-hmm. and have that experience by my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so study abroad is a dream for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. And i really lucky to mm-hmm. have that dream fulfilled when I first got to United States, mm-hmm. uh, to St. Robert particularly. But I guess I'm very nitty person, <laughs> pretty, pretty person. Uh-huh. Like I have that's dream and then have another dream <laughs> yeah yeah and my second dream is to be able to study abroad mm-hmm. once again in another country mm-hmm. and so where did you go i went to england mm-hmm. uh to kew university in okay. Newcastle. Mm-hmm. um yeah once again <laughs> it was amazing mm-hmm. like for me right now sitting here talking to you and ju- I'm just feeling like that's still a dream like yeah like it didn't even happen yeah, it was like <laughs> okay I went to England in my dream my <laughs> life or something like that but I did I did go to England and mm-hmm. spend, um, I think five months mm-hmm five months and a half
0: hmm
1: and I would say it's one of my most memorable experiences in my life mm-hmm. and uh I'm glad that I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I had the um, urge mm-hmm. to do it because I knew that, that was some that's something that I wanted to do mm-hmm. since very early. I think since my freshman year at Norbert mm-hmm. because I worked in the international uh, office, you know. Mm-hmm. So I knew about those opportunities, and um, I was afraid at first, though, mm-hmm. like. Would it be? I mean, it's possible for the domestic students, Mm -hmm. but how about me, international students, Mm -hmm. especially international students from Vietnam? Mm -hmm. Because it's very hard for us to get visa to go um, to different countries. And literally, if you are Vietnamese, you need visas to go almost everywhere. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's not just like you need a passport some kind of document or just a stamp I know for Americans yeah you just need a stamp on their passport to be able to travel right it's Mm -hmm. very hard for it
0: is I I think we take that for granted a lot we don't realize the privilege that we have like having our American identity
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so that's that's make me um kind of hesitate of um like making it work at first mm-hmm. uh, because I was just like had that my thinking in my head like would it worth it um mm-hmm. like the money that I and the effort put in it mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why I posted it postponed it until my last semester <laughs> <laughs> of my junior years like mm-hmm. okay I don't have time to so like write <laughs> anymore yeah like, yeah like if I don't do it now, then mm-hmm. I'll never do it. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I rushed into like getting paperwork done. Mm-hmm. And I I always know that I want to go to England. Mm-hmm. It's still my dream country to go to. <laughs> um so and luckily that we have a partnership with um, mm-hmm. between St. Norbert mm-hmm. and Kew University in England. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's very lucky for me because um, I am a biology major, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard for you to get credits uh, mm-hmm. abroad. Yeah, get it transferred back to here mm-hmm. as credits for your major. So yeah, another thing that I was afraid, but mm-hmm. um, eventually it worked out, mm-hmm. and I got all my credits trans- transfer back counted mm-hmm. for my major. Good. So. It yeah. was, was was good.
0: How was it different planning, like, coming to the U.S. versus planning to do a semester abroad? Because you have a more limited time in England than you yes. did here.
1: Uh, you mean the planning to go there? Yeah, I guess, or how you
0: approached it, too.
1: Well, definitely the second time to England was easier because mm-hmm. I kind of... One thing, my English is better, so I can I <laughs> yeah. can read um, like the requirements and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I know what I need to get and what need to be done. Mm-hmm. So um, the process is very clear for me for my study abroad in England. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time when I came to United States, though, my brother was the one who helped me a lot mm. to. Um, make sure that I have all the documents that I needed. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually didn't really know what I should do then Mm -hmm. because my brother, I think my brother was the one just told me what I (laughs) need to do. And Mm -hmm. I just did everything that he asked me to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but the the planning for um, going to England was... Mm -hmm. um, was easier and I was in control of Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. Um, and because it's just like uh, six months study abroad Mm -hmm. so um, it wasn't a lot of things to plan for I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I was more confident Mm -hmm. about like going there as well to England Mm -hmm. um, compared to the first time because the first time I got to United States was the first time I traveled by myself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to a different country. So it w- I was afraid and scared. Mm-hmm. And I was 18 years old then compared to when I was um, 21, mm-hmm. when I went to England. So mm-hmm. I guess I was more mature and... Um, Mm -hmm. More repaired, I guess. Mm -hmm. The funny things, the funny things though, like I didn't cry when I first got to United State. I don't think, like I didn't feel homesick at all. Hmm. But when I went to England, the first week I was really upset. Really, because it ran out of time. Okay, first, okay, that's not what made me cry. Be, mm-hmm. But I think the thing that made me cry the whole first week I when I was in England because it's the orientation week. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, I didn't know anyone yeah. really. Yeah. So no, my brother, no, your brother's not there. No, my brother wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I everyone is stranger to me, mm-hmm. and. I didn't know how to get around yet, mm-hmm. so everything is like new. Yeah, and I, I, and it was rain like it's raining a lot as well, <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't really get outside and mm-hmm. like do a lot of stuff. And I didn't have school yet because mm-hmm. only orientation week, mm-hmm. so I didn't really get to meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think just, just the weather mm-hmm. and um the uncertainties of a lot of things just hit me like mm-hmm. and I cried yeah. and, and it's so funny like this is my second time <laughs> study abroad like it's not like the first time I was away from home or something like that mm-hmm. but it hit me harder like mm-hmm. the homesick and yeah I guess just just hit me a little bit harder mm-hmm. than the first time, but yeah then but it's it was okay afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. I went to classes and I met friends mm-hmm. and then I don't feel like um I don't
0: feel like I miss home that much mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Were you able to travel to a, a lots of different places, either within England or outside of England? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think this is the
1: special mm-hmm. moment during my study abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Q, uh, mm-hmm. my university in England, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think what makes me... Mm, remember the most of our study abroad in England is actually my trip around Europe. Mm-hmm. So in England you have a Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, the Easter break. Mm-hmm. And they have three weeks off. Ah. For Easter break. hmm So I knew that ahead of time. So I plan out so the countries that I wanted to go mm-hmm. and um I put them on a list and it Started with a long list of trees and cities that I wanted to go, uh-huh. and I like okay. I look at it and say it's not gonna work, this is too much. <laughs> and I only have three weeks, and I don't want to like push myself too hard. Yeah, you want to be able
0: to appreciate every yes, place that you go to, correct?
1: I don't want to be that person who just like go there, famous places, and take a picture with it, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I actually want to know. The cultures and the people, mm-hmm. and yeah, just know a little bit deeper about that country, mm-hmm. so, and especially I, I travel myself, mm-hmm. like a
0: solo solo traveler, uh-huh.
1: which is a scare. Like now I thought about it, I think, oh my god, how did I, like, how how brave I was? Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't make sense of it. It's like yeah. And I guess because the um, the urge of traveling for me is just so big, and mm-hmm. I didn't care about anything else, <laughs> yeah. and I just did. So I went to um, I think six different countries okay. total. So, uh-huh. um, I went to Scotland, Amsterdam, Netherlands, Germany, France, Italy, Czech mm. Republic. <laughs> so yeah those was two countries mm-hmm. um, and I also was able to travel to different cities mm-hmm. in England as well mm-hmm. so it was really
0: um good. I think a lot of students they aspire to do some tro- solo traveling while they're studying abroad but they kind of seem afraid because that is kind of a big step to take because it's one thing to go to a new country and like establish yourself while you're studying Mm -hmm. abroad but then you like make friends in that community and you have your school supporting you but then to go travel all by yourself you're 100 percent accountable for everything and you're responsible um is there any advice you would have to students who are thinking about that or like Was it as scary as you think, like, people make it out to be? Or anything about, like, being a female solo traveler, too? Well, I think that um, anyone can do that, Mm -hmm.
1: being a female solo traveler. Mm -hmm. But you have to be smart and know what is safe to do. Mm -hmm. Like, um, during my travel, um, I never actually... At night and wasn't uh, out very late at night. Mm-hmm. I think um, my time to get back to the hostel is about seven pm is the latest oh. or eight if I know that area is safe. Because mm-hmm. I did some research about all the cities and the areas that I wanted to go, mm-hmm. just to know if it's safe enough or something was going there. At mm-hmm. the moment, and the moment that I traveled to it. yeah. Um, so I did some research and I kind of know okay, so it's safe over there and there's nothing really uh, going on. Mm-hmm. So those places, I actually um, let myself um, go around wandering the city a little bit late, but never later than 8
0: p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, a lot of I guess I didn't bring anything a lot valuable with me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just me and my backpack. Yeah. And I... Some... I put cash in different places as well mm-hmm. like I never put all my cash well every time I go I went outside I didn't bring a lot of cash with me neither I mm-hmm. just brought the enough amount of money that I think I would spend for the day mm-hmm. and um, and I, I, I split it up and put it to different places um, mm-hmm. just in case if I lost some of them and it just mm-hmm. lost some but not all of them yeah. And kind of be aware of my my surrounding Mm -hmm. um, um, and not to put stuff like kind of revealing to other people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just me and my phone and um, nothing really valuable at all. Yeah, like no... Big jewelry no, no or, like or
0: a big camera, like, yeah. sticking out or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: And friendly, but sometimes I have to pretend to with a cold face, you know? Mm, like, yeah. you look serious. Like, don't mess with me. Yeah, like, you know yeah. Like, like look like
0: you know what you're doing, Yeah, you Like, like
1: sometimes, because those are new countries, I didn't, I wasn't there before, mm-hmm. so... A lot of things was new, and sometime I, I think I got lost a lot. <laughs> but I pretended like everything's okay. I knew mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not.
0: <laughs> but
1: but you have to have the poker face. And so I think that's helped me a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I did get. Uh, Again, like I, in France, mm-hmm. I went to uh, Paris at mm-hmm. that time, and it, it was it's always crazy <laughs> in Paris. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's never like safe enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah. when, I first, when I before I came to um, Paris, mm-hmm. I knew that um, it's not really stable there. Mm-hmm. Um, this soldier with guns and walking mm-hmm. around a lot of time. Hmm. So I did know that, and it's Paris is very famous about pickpocket and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So I did know that. Mm Hmm. But (laughs) so that one day I came to Paris, and then I was uh, walking around the Eiffel Tower, Mm -hmm. and I found really good. I love taking good pictures. Mm -hmm. I really do. Mm -hmm. And I found one spot that okay, I'm gonna get really good picture from this spot. Mm-hmm. So I, at a moment, sometimes somehow I lose my conscious, oh, not real concept, but I like not pay, pay attention to my surrounding. Yeah, you
0: weren't as vigilant. Yeah. Cause you were I, like, I, the picture. Yeah, <laughs> I broke my rules. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: put my pad pack down next mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. and holding the camera.
0: Yeah.
1: And at the moment that I put my camera down, I saw a shadow just pass right me. Uh-huh. And I it took me two seconds to realize that my backpack was gone. <gasps> Your entire bag? <laughs> my entire backpack. <sighs> and I, I look at that shot, like, I, it took me two seconds. Two seconds, seconds right? yeah. And then I knew that I got peephopped, like I got dropped. Yeah. So I, and I still saw um that guy behind his back, like he's running that way. Yeah. I saw him running that yeah. way. And again, somehow I have the. Courage to actually chase after him. Oh my gosh! In, in, the, pa- in the park next uh-huh. to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So I chased after him uh-huh. and I yell at him. Uh-huh. I didn't speak in French. You know. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know any French. But I yelled at him in English. They put my pet back. Pe- 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 like I like, yeah. drop it. Yeah. And somehow he dropped it. What? <laughs> I could drop it, but he still kept running. Uh-huh. I can't believe you got it back. I got it back, and I didn't lose anything. Wow. Well, actually, there's nothing valuable in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, there's my water bottle, uh-huh. <laughs> and my portable charger in there, and that's, mm, that's, that's all. It. All my passport, like all my documents and monies, is actually with me.
0: Like, on your person. In my, in my <laughs> inner
1: pocket uh-huh. that not a lot of people see. Yeah. You know those jackets that they have, like, the inner pocket? Yeah, there. yeah. So, nice. like, I mean, if I would have lost it, mm-hmm. I mean, it it's not really a, a big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But, I'm still glad I did get it back. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is what I want to tell the people that no matter how well you plan yeah. stuff, just be prepared that okay, maybe something is different gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's never be perfect and go as you plan it because nobody know future gonna be like. Yeah. So, uh, but good thing is to just prepare yourself mm-hmm. for. Uh, something different to happen mm-hmm. and uh, adjust yourself to whatever that
0: is. Mm-hmm. So that's really good advice. Well, thank you so much too for letting me interview you today. And thank you for having me. Yeah, and sharing today. your stories. I, I love sharing mm-hmm. my experience with other people. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. What happens abroad stays abroad unless you talk it out. If you're interested in sharing your story, contact us at studyabroad@snc.edu.